Welcome to Word Anchor Podcast with Dr. Carol Kambule, where we search the scriptures to find solutions to life's issues. Download this episode and share it with your friends and family. Stay blessed and make the Word of God your anchor. Hi there. Thank you for tuning in to Word Anchor Podcast. In the previous episode, I defined faith and how we get it. And the topic for today's episode is the levels of faith for miracles. One of the greatest weapons that is a must-have and must-use for a believer is faith. The basis for our relationship with God is faith. We read the word, we believe it, we confess it. You become a disciple of Jesus by faith. You can do miracles by faith. You belong to the kingdom of heaven by faith. The Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please God. Somehow it is easier to believe unto salvation. But then when we need a miracle, we struggle with the issue of faith. However, there are many great testimonies of men and women of God that have done great miracles by faith. Such records are found in books, in videos, and personal testimonies. I personally like reading books on healing, mostly from um, servants of God in times past, that God had used men and women of faith. I enjoy reading the works of uh, Catherine Kuhlman, Smith Wigglesworth, Maria Woodward Etta, and um, John G. Lake, and of course other servants of God. And one of the statements um, that is said by John G. Lake is that going to the doctor when you're sick is sin. And I must say that it has challenged me many a times. When I read about it, I just imagine the kind of faith that he had. I, I looked at the stories that are recorded in um, his books and I I look at it and I'm like, Lord, we need this kind of faith, you know, the kind of faith that you can sit and wait it out in pain, even almost unto death and do nothing else except to pray. It is an exciting statement if you have the corresponding faith for it to stand and battle it out until you're completely healed. And I have not found such pronouncements from Smith Wigglesworth and Catherine Kuhlman, though um, Smith would have um, also fought and stood his ground. Um, I remember one of the stories where he had hurt himself and went home and prayed and uh, believed that he had been healed. And then he went to bed and slept. And he said the Lord came back to him and said, if you are healed, what are you doing here at this time of day? Because you're supposed to be working. And he spent a few hours um, working out his faith, stumping on the leg that was um, painful and even collapsing in pain up until he was healed. But the issue that I want us to dwell in is the level of faith it takes to get miracles. What level of faith does it take for you to be healed of whatever sickness and disease that you have? What level of faith does it need for you to be healed of cancer, to be healed of HIV AIDS, to be healed of whatever incurable disease that it may be um, afflicting your body right now? What faith do you need to have in order to receive your healing or whatever intervention that you need from God? When we read in Matthew chapter 13 verse 58, we hear that in Nazareth it is recorded that he did not do many mighty works there because of their unbelief. So so he he was in his own village but the people that he lived with did not believe in his miracles. They looked at him still as the son of Joseph and Mary whom they knew. They knew his brothers and sisters. They knew his family. They knew him as the carpenter's son. They did not know him as a prophet. They did not know much about him except that they saw him growing in front of them. So they had that barrier of familiarity. We know this person. Who is he? What can he bring to us? 
So they got nothing from him. They had unbelief. Child of God, you cannot expect something from God without believing. You cannot have unbelief and expect God to move in your life in great miracles. You have to believe that he is able, that he is willing and that he wants to heal you. You have to believe that God has power to give you what you have asked of him. Take Naaman for instance. He was told to go and wash in the Jordan River seven times and initially he didn't want to go even though the word had already been spoken that if he washes he will be cleansed of leprosy. It was until he took the step of faith of getting into the water that he received his healing. Now, the second one that I want us to touch on is in Luke chapter 8 verse 25 where Jesus Christ said to his disciples where is your faith? They were in the sea and they were afraid of the storm and the wind and they cried out to Jesus. But then Jesus Christ asked them, where is your faith? He would not have asked them if he did not think that they have faith enough to command the sea in the first place. It would be very pointless and unfair of Jesus to ask them that question if they had no corresponding faith for this thing. He would not ask them what they did not have, but he asked them, where is your faith? Where did you put your faith? Why couldn't you just stand up and calm the storm yourself? Because I do expect that you have some faith should have actually used it. Why are you actually even waking me up? Why are you crying? They knew that calming the storm was a possibility. Otherwise, they would not have asked him if they didn't think that it was a possibility that Jesus Christ would calm the storm. But they were not bold enough to stand on their own and, and calm the storm themselves. They were not bold enough. They didn't have the faith required to calm the storm. Jesus asked, where did you put your faith? You have people that can believe today for salvation and then tomorrow will not believe for healing. Whereas the same faith that you have for salvation is the same faith that you need for healing. You have people that can believe for a job today. They pray, they fast, they pray again and pray some more and God gives them a job. And the minute they find problems or they meet up with problems at work, they then forget what God had done for them. So God has healed you of something else today, but tomorrow you've forgotten about it. These are the disciples that had gone out and cast out devils. These are the disciples that had gone out and healed the sick. But then when they met up with a storm, they were afraid. They had some faith and they put it somewhere away. So if God gave you a job, he is surely capable of fighting your battles when your colleagues turn against you. If he gave you a husband, you have marital problems. He is surely capable of fighting for you and delivering your marriage. If he has given you a child and the child gets sick, God is capable of healing that child. Remember the Shunammite woman who had a miracle child after she had been barren all her life. And when the child died, she went to the prophet. So she believed that the same God that gave her the child is the same God that will raise the child from the dead. And the prophet, with the power of God in him, raised the child back to life. And, and the other faith to talk about is in Matthew chapter 14, verse 31, where Peter walked on water and Immediately after walking on water, he started to drown because he moved his eyes from Jesus and started noticing the winds and the storm that were raging against him. And Jesus Christ said to Peter, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? Little faith. So, Peter, you had some faith to jump straight into the water from the boat, but then you don't have faith to continue walking. You had faith to start taking the first step right inside the water, but you don't have faith to continue with a 10th or 11th or 20th step right inside the water. Little faith. It's faith that does not endure. Faith that doesn't last. It's faith that wavers. Today you have big faith. Tomorrow you have little faith. Peter had used some faith to get straight into the water. But the other disciples, they had put their faith away anyway. 
they did not bother to jump in. They did not bother to ask the Lord to tell them to come like Peter did. You must note that Peter asked for a word from Jesus first before he jumped. So even today, when you're facing a situation, you do not jump into a, a solution that you have no faith for. So if you want to go to a different city and you don't have the money and you pray, Father, I need to go there and you don't have faith for it, you get there, you'll stand the whole day and the whole night and not find transport to get there or even the money to get there because you have asked but you don't have the corresponding faith for it. Little faith is faith that doesn't endure. You believe today, you meet up with some opposition then you stop believing. So this is what Jesus Christ referred to as little faith. Then we have great faith, which um, recorded in Matthew chapter 8, verse 10, and Matthew chapter 15, verse 28. In Matthew 8, we find the story of the centurion whose servant was sick, and he went to ask Jesus to come and heal his servant. This was a Roman soldier, a Roman soldier whose um, country was not in good terms with the people of Israel. But he heard about Jesus and he saw his servant lying there sick and he went out to Jesus to say, come and heal my servant. Jesus Christ said, I will come and heal him. And the centurion answered, no, Lord, you don't have to come. In fact, you can just say a word because I am a soldier and I have soldiers under me and I tell them come and they come. I tell them go there and they go. So just say a word. Your word has authority. Even if you don't come see my servant, I know that at your word, my servant will be healed. And Jesus Christ exclaimed, Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. The people of Nazareth rejected the miracles. They had unbelief. They did not believe that he could do the things that he said he would. But there is a man from Rome that believed that Jesus Christ's word was sufficient to heal his servant. You would note that the centurion's servant was at home. Jesus Christ was somewhere else. And the servant was healed even though Jesus didn't come even close to him. The servant did not hear the word of Jesus. It was the centurion that heard. In the same manner, the Syrophoenician woman in Matthew chapter 15 verse 20, Jesus Christ spoke to this woman. She came to him and asked him to deliver his daughter who was demon possessed. And Jesus Christ said a few words that would have discouraged anybody. Firstly, he ignored her. And then he said to her, he had only come for the Jewish people. He said he cannot give the children's bread to the dogs. That is very discouraging. But this woman said to Jesus, even those little crumbs are okay. I am fine with the little crumbs. Today in the church, you'll find people that will not want an elder to lay hands on them would want the main man with the pastor or the prophet of the house. But this woman says the little crumbs. She was like saying, even the intercessor can lay hands on me. She was saying, even the usher can lay hands on me. She was saying, even a normal believer can lay hands on me and it shall be well with me because they believe. So there was no limitation with this woman. She wanted just a little thing, a little something, something from Jesus. That would have been sufficient for her. And Jesus Christ said, O woman, great is your faith. She had great faith. Faith that was not there in Israel. Just like the centurion. Faith that believed without seeing. Faith that believed at the authority of the word of Jesus. It was faith that believed beyond the barrier of distance. Faith that believed before seeing the results. Both of these people the woman and the centurion, they went back home believing that their loved ones were healed. They did not say, wait here, Jesus, let me run and go check at home if my daughter is well or if my, my, my servant is well. They went home. They let Jesus to go wherever. There were no cell phones. They could not call back and say, no, Lord, we found him healed, but they still that little this and that. No, they went home believing that their loved ones was healed. This season has tested our faith. It is 
tested our faith so much that even though you may have prayed for a headache to be healed before and you were healed, you may even be tempted to think that this COVID-19 will kill us all because of the extent and the speed at which infections are increasing. Um, some are even in the first category of unbelief and have asked, where is your God? But testimony after testimony, people are having faith to be healed. Far from their pastors and family, people are isolated in hospital, people are isolated at homes, but people are believing God for their healing. Believers are praying in hospital parking lots, in their homes, in the streets, and God is moving. He is undeterred by the distance between the believer who prays and the sick person in hospital. May you move from unbelief. May you move from the unused faith. May you move beyond the little faith to great faith. Remember the word of God says, even faith as small as a mustard seed. If you have that small faith, you'll be able to say to this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea and the mountain will move. This is a season to move mountain far away from the, the crowds and the cheering hands and far away from the amens and the clapping of hands, far away from other people looking at us doing things. This is a time to rise up in faith when no one else will even see it. God wants us to be Believe in him even now. He wants us to rise in faith even now. Even if your faith is little, remember that Peter walked on water. And man has never mastered that ever since. He walked on the water. He did something that was never done before. But he heard Jesus speaking, come. And Peter jumped, went straight into the water and started walking. Of course, there are more pressing issues than water stands, but the power of God is available for both. The power of God is active and is powerful even today. Ours is to act out in faith. Ours is to have faith even in this season. Ours is to stand up and say, God, you are God of miracles, signs and wonders. Even today, you are still the same God. Ours is to rise up and calm the wind and the storm that are raging against us. Ours is to rise up and cause this thing to be cast like that fig tree that Jesus Christ cast. Ours is to rise up in faith. Ours is to even hold the hands of the next person and say, rise up and walk. This is a season of great faith. Faith that is beyond boundaries of time and space. Faith of people believing even when they are far away from each other. This is a time and a season for us to rise in faith. May you rise, child of God. May you believe God for great things. May you stand up in faith and not be moved and shaken. God is counting on us to stand even in this time. May the Lord richly bless you. Thank you for listening to Word Anchor Podcast. Please share with your family and friends. Remember to check out the show notes. Connect with me on social media platforms. Give feedback also and continue to spread the word. Tune in for the next episode and make the word of God your anchor.